Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 well there's only one news story today and that's Mueller's report that has come out and joining us michael joyce is the deputy national press secretary for the republican national committee he's uh, served the rnc as the indiana and michigan communications director and knowing that he was uh, with indiana of course gives him High, high marks for me being a a Hoosier as I am from uh, that state and knowing how good the Republican Party is there. Before he joined the RNC, uh, Mr. Joyce worked in Texas politics, another plus, serving as the Texas GOP communications director and working on numerous campaigns, including Senator Kanyan Cornyn. I knew what it was. I just got my 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 eye my tongue got in front of my eye teeth. What can I say? Anyway, uh, his reelection, and uh, he's going to f- spend about fifteen minutes with us. Let's talk a little bit about this report. Personally, the part I haven't read it all. I doubt if I'll read it all. I read some of the highlights of it, and I have to say, uh, as the uh, Democrats like to say, just a great big nothing burger here. Would you agree? Absolutely. President Trump has been vindicated. We knew this already when Attorney Attorney General Barr's letter came out a few weeks ago. Uh, It's total vindication. And when Democrats are focusing on the part in the report that says uh, this doesn't completely exonerate the president from obstruction, I want to point to something that Representative Mark Meadows said today, which is, remember, today when you hear people seizing on the idea that Mueller didn't prove innocence, just remember this. That was never Mueller's job. Prosecutors do not set out to prove a negative. They look for evidence to establish a case. They didn't have one. It was never there. It's over. Representative Meadows is absolutely correct to say that. And anything that the Democrats look at now with this report, anything they continue to do only proves that they're focused on continuing their political vendetta against this president because they refuse to accept the outcome of the special counsel's report and they refuse to accept the outcome of the 2016 election. And that's what this is all about at the end of the day. All right. So, Michael, explain to me this thing that just came out a few moments ago, which is that Democrats are calling for Barr to resign now. What's that all about? Yeah, that's uh, that's incredible. I think when you hear Democrats saying words like he's handpicked and he's being partisan, I think you need to go back and look at his confirmation process. He had bipartisan support when he was confirmed by the United States Senate. And that's more than you can say about things like tax reform, Judge Kavanaugh and other issues. So the fact that he had bipartisan support said you had Democrats and Republicans supporting his confirmation. They knew he was the right guy for the job, and they're only attacking him now because they have nothing left to argue about with regards to the special counsel. We know that President Trump did not collude with the Russians. We know that his campaign didn't collude with the Russians. We also know that the White House worked vehemently to give every single thing they could get possibly give to the special counsel they offered unfettered access no redactions and they didn't exert any executive privilege which would have been within their rights to do so so you're already seeing democrats starting to spin the narrative and try to move the goalposts but the president's been completely exonerated and he's vindicated today yeah and you got adam schiff remember adam schiff's a congressman who's been saying hey we've got proof that the president colluded and obstructed it's time for him to put up or just shut up, isn't it? 
Yeah, and you know, GOP chairwoman Ronna McDaniel actually called for him to resign from the House Intelligence Committee. The fact that he's been using his role on that committee from a point of authority who has access to classified materials, uh, he's been lying to the American people for the past two years. And you're already seeing him now calling for the Attorney General's resignation. This is all about dragging this out for as long as possible, hopefully up until the 2020 election, if you're a Democrat, so that they can continue to attack and smear the, the president. But we know that the president's been vindicated. And it's time for them to move on and get to work for the American people. And if they don't, I think you're going to see the American people vote a lot of Democrats out of office in 2020. And I think President Trump is going to get reelected by a wider margin uh, this time around. All right. Michael Joyce is our guest. He's a deputy national press secretary for the Republican National Committee. And, Michael, uh, don't the Democrats continue at their own risk for the next election by continuing to hang their hat on this whole thing i mean seems like to me the american public can make up their mind they're going to hear this Mueller report exonerates the president from any kind of collusion or whatever and in the the long uh, you know story of this they're going to say there's nothing there so why are the democrats spending more time on it right they're going to continue to try to litigate what's in the report they're already pushing back on the redactions in the report. But if you look at some of the visualizations that are out there on the Internet right now of the actual redactions, I mean, it looks like maybe, you know, 15 percent at best of it was redacted. So I think it's pretty evident that everything you've seen in the report is public information. Now the public has viewed it. They're going to now move on. But Democrats aren't going to move on. They're going to continue to move the goalposts. They're going to use blue state Democrats like the attorney general, Letitia James, in New York to continue their witch hunt. They're going to issue more subpoenas. They're going to demand another investigation. They're not going to let this go, and they're not going to let it go until President Trump is out of office. The bad news for Democrats is that date will come in 2024. Yeah, yeah, that's. I would agree with that. I think that this sets up the president for another term, to be honest with you. I think it goes to prove to the people who supported this president and even the people who didn't support him but see that he's done a lot of uh, very positive things uh, during this uh, first term that uh, they have no reason to not vote for him again for a second term. Yeah, Democrats have been obstructing and resisting everything in the Trump-Pence agenda every step of the way. You look at what's happening with our economy right now, every economic indicator says our economy is roaring. You have jobs coming back to this country, but there's still more work to do. We need to get immigration reform passed. We need to secure the border. We need to build the southern border wall that's luckily starting due to the president's national emergency. But, yeah, when you look at what the Democrats have done, it's only been obstruction and resistance to his agenda and pushing a lie to the American people for the past two years. And if I'm angry about that, if I'm angry about the 25 million, 35 million, 67, after you include all the three of committees uh, hearings into this investigation, the millions of dollars have been spent on these investigations. If you're angry about that, then you need to get out and vote in 2020. You need to remove these Democrats from office because they've been selling a lie to the American people while President Trump has been selling promises made and promises kept. How does the RNC see this uh, working out, Michael? I mean, we're into the the next election uh, movement now. I mean, we're already talking about you know, how much money have the candidates put together? And when you look at how the president has done in initial money coming to his campaign, he's way ahead of the Democrats. Absolutely. President Trump's campaign is blowing the doors off of fundraising compared to these 2020 Democrats. And the biggest indicator of how well you're doing from a fundraising perspective is how many small donors you have. 
President Trump has a significantly larger number of smaller donors than any other 2020 Democrat in this field right now. And then you add on the fact that the RNC brought in over $40 million in quarter one. Things are looking pretty good for Republicans right now. We're not getting enough coverage in the media for how much grassroots support we have and how much enthusiasm there is on the Republican side. You know, you turn on CNN every night and it's like there's a different town hall with a different 2020 Democrat on there. But in reality, the enthusiasm and energy is on our side. And the fact that President Trump has been vindicated now by this report will only further that enthusiasm for President Trump and Republicans up and down the ballot in 2020. What happens uh, with the Democrats? I mean, happened to Bernie Sanders the other night when he was on with Fox. He admitted Medicare was not going to be free. Health care can't be or health insurance. And we have to make sure we don't let them you know, blend those two health care and health insurance together because they're totally two different uh, topics. But as far as health insurance is concerned, they're now saying, yeah, we're going to have to charge for that. Are the American people, are their ears going to perk up at that point and say, you know, we're hearing the same rhetoric that we heard on Obama, that you get to keep your doctor, you keep, to keep you get to keep your own insurance, perhaps? I mean, it sounds like the same old, same old to me. Absolutely. And going back to Obamacare, what people forget about is that whole system was set up to fail. And I always argued that it was their way to argue that we need a single payer government-run uh, healthcare system to exist in this country. And so when you talk about Bernie Sanders' plans, he's looking at the Green New Deal, which would cost $93 trillion, about $600,000 per household. He's talking about his government-run healthcare bill, Medicare for All, that would cost $32 trillion over 10 years. If you do the simple math on that, that's over $100 trillion for two policy proposals. That's absurd. And when you look at now, compared to Obamacare, what they want to do with your healthcare now, they're now openly admitting that they want to take away your private health insurance. So if you have a good plan, they're now openly admitting that they want to take it away. And that goes back on President Obama's live the year in 2013 when he said, if you like your health insurance, you can keep your health insurance. Well, the American people saw that was an incredible lie. Now they're not even hiding the fact that they want to take away and strip your private health care away from you. I think that should concern every single citizen in this country. Of course, Republicans want to cover pre-existing conditions, but Republicans are more focused on the quality of care that you're receiving versus just the sheer amount of people who are covered with their health care coverage. So Bernie Sanders is a big issue there, and he also has a hypocritical issue because if you saw that Fox News town hall the other night, they asked him, you know, you're a millionaire. You made a lot of money on that book that you wrote. And are you willing to pay your fair share in taxes? And he said no. So he's a hypocritical millionaire. And meanwhile, President Trump's message about economic populism has turned this country into a booming economy right now. We're seeing results that we never saw under President Obama. President Trump cleared 3% growth. That never happened once under President Obama's eight years in office. So, yeah, Bernie Sanders has some big issues going on in his campaign. I think Democrats as a whole have to look at this and go, we're only focused on raising taxes, while Republicans, as we saw on Monday on tax day, are focused on cutting taxes because 90 percent of Americans received the tax cuts this year. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that I think everybody has to uh, understand is not only are they looking to uh, cut taxes, but they're they're looking to get in on the government and get the government out of your life. I mean, uh, the, the reduction that we've had in regulations has been what's really set the, the fuse of fl- flame for this uh, economy. I think the economy's ready to take off even more with another uh, four years of, uh, of President Trump. So what do you, what Absolutely. do we, yeah, go, you know, before we, we leave, uh, just for my listeners, Tell them what you think is going to happen with the uh, 
the Democrats. I mean, I know you're not a Democrat. You're not in on their meetings and things of that nature. But what do they do with this report now? Everything that's come out of this report proves that everything they were saying was wrong. Right. Well, we're already seeing how they're going to respond to the report. We saw it even before the report came out this morning. They're looking to move the goalposts. They're going to keep dragging this out. They're going to keep talking about it. You know, today they say, well, we need to we need to hear from Mueller directly. We can't we can't trust a report that Mueller wrote. We need to hear from him directly, which is just an absurd claim. And it just goes to show how desperate they are to keep this phony Russia collusion hoax going throughout 2020 and 2019. They're going to be desperate. They're going to continue to issue more subpoenas. They're going to do anything to discredit Attorney General Barr, who, again, had bipartisan support when he was confirmed by the United States Senate. They're going to go after Mueller. They're going to go after Comey. They're going to go after anyone that gets in their way of pushing their phony Russia collusion hoax. And they're doing it already. You're going to see Jerry Nadler, Adam Schiff, Eric Swalwell go on TV and keep pushing this bogus narrative that doesn't exist. We saw in the report today, President Trump has been vindicated. There was no obstruction. There was no collusion. Any further attempts to continue to drag this out just shows that Dems are willing to play games and do anything to discredit this president because they don't know how to beat him on policy. They didn't know how to beat him in 2016. And they are sure as heck not going to beat this president in 2020 either. So do you think the the Democrats that are running for president, other than perhaps Biden himself, and I don't think he's going to get the nomination, they're going to be pushing each other further and further and further left, which is going to push them further and further and further away from the American voter. This could be an, an a Reagan-Mondale type of election. Do you see that perhaps happening? Absolutely. And I think when you look at every candidate in the race, there is not a single moderate on the 2020 Democrat side. Tom Perez himself even said there is no room for moderates in this party anymore. He thinks that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is the future of the party. Bernie Sanders has already come out and said, my ideas that were radical and fringe and outside the mainstream in the 2016 election have become the mainstream of the Democrat Party in 2019. You look at Pete Buttigieg, he puts a mild-mannered face on infanticide, on abolishing the Electoral College, which, as you know, as a Hoosier, would diminish the voice of Hoosiers in presidential elections mm-hmm. forever. You look at Joe Biden, he said, I'll put my progressive credentials up against any person running in this race. He said it last year, and he said it this year as well. You see every single candidate, Cory Booker, Amy Klobuchar, Kirsten Gillibrand, every single one of them pushing these far-left messages that once you come back to a general election and you look at the things that President Trump has been able to do, you know, he doesn't get enough credit for it, but he pushed a bill with bipartisan support called the First Step Act, which gives uh, people who are incarcerated a second chance. He passed tax reform. You look at the economy right now. He's already surpassed 5 million jobs, the economic growth in this country. Jobs are coming back. 12 deregulations for every new regulation. You cannot beat this president on policy and the Democrats. The further left they go, the more alienated they're going to be by the time we get to the general election. We're out of time, Michael. I appreciate you giving it to us. And uh, we'll call on you later uh, this year as we start moving in, as we start moving towards running for the 2020 uh, presidency. Michael Joyce, Deputy National Press Secretary for the Republican National Committee. Thanks so much, Michael. Have a great weekend. Thanks for having me.